What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we talk Kyrie Irving. Abe believes he has a solution for everything going on, including his own personalized bubble rules. Special guest appearance from Snapback Sports' very own MLB expert, Ben Porter. You can find him on Twitter at Ben13Porter, unlucky number 13. Don't forget it. Then, a Thursday edition of Ranked. As always, we rank the top three players with the most to gain from a chip in Orlando. Abro chip, that means championship for all of those listening. And then we close with our favorite segment, What the Puck? Our Canadian producer gets one minute to give us all the hockey news he can. Snapback fam, new app. Let's get it. That was a fire intro. Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A play! Oh, by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant, put the jumper. He oh, got it! Oh, And the Lakers lead! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sedum from Snapback Sports. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? I think Kyrie's starting to get to Draymond Green about how much I hate him. Like, that level. This is a like, very, like, I hate him. I hate him. Like, to attack Kyrie Irving for what he's pushing for, I know, like, I'm going to, of course, you're going to explain, but I just want to throw it out there. You are pushing a line because... His core problem with all of this is something very serious. So I would love to hear your thoughts. A couple things. I went back after the last episode and I checked up on the timeline. Kyrie Irving was on calls and voted for the NBA to return. And since found out he couldn't go to Orlando prior to him pushing this whole movement that the NBA shouldn't go. And after the protest began. Wait, he couldn't go to Orlando, meaning like in support or he wasn't going to play? He, so you can only bring 30, I think it was 37 yeah. that came down. Yeah. He, and it's essential personnel. So that's players, coaching staff, um, one front office, equipment managers, security, stuff like that. Kyrie wanted to go down to support his team to rehab while he was there. And he found out he wasn't able to do that. I'm not saying that. That's the reason he started this. I, I agree with the message, but the timing in all of it is is what's getting to me. But I I disagree with even the sentiment. Like him not being allowed to go support his team, you think that's what's throwing him off? I I just think he likes to hear himself talk. But let, not let's not talk about this. Kyrie got himself in the in the news in another way this week. Yeah. You want to go start a league, huh? Fake news. Oh, what do you think? Fake news. You Theo think, Pinson you said think Kyrie, fake news. You think Kyrie, you think, oh, Theo Pinson, please. Guy was okay at North Carolina and thinks he's Guy is that. good at dancing. Okay, listen. So you're under the belief that Kyrie leaked that himself to Taylor Rooks? Because I know Taylor Rooks and Kevin Durant have a very good relationship. Are you saying they're dating? I, it sounds like Taylor might want them to date, but Kevin, you know. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. Number one. So first, give me your beliefs of what transpired, and then I'll give you my thoughts. He's nuts. Okay, he I, actually believes you can. But start you can't a new shoot league. the messenger just because his he's speaking a, a good message. So what oh, do you well, think? I don't, okay, I don't think you can start a new league. All right, number one, 
If that is true and it got leaked, one, who on the Nets is leaking his messages to the media? That seems kind of wrong to me, personally. Personally, that just seems wrong. Number two, the dumb shit that's come out of my mouth or off of my fingers in a sports group chat? Are you I vice mean, president of the NBA Players Association? Is Kyrie? Yes, he's the vice president. That's, that's what my biggest problem with all this is. That's why. That's what my biggest no, problem but, with all this is. All, right, all but, this has been going on for so long, and now he speaks up? But, Abe, here's, my, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Maybe, like, when he wrote that, maybe it's just an underlying message. How many likes do you think it got? <laughs> like, four emphasize, eight <laughs> question marks, and two, up, and two likes. And when like, he and wrote like that, 14 other question marks. <laughs> when he wrote that, maybe he was just saying like that as a point, meaning he would just typed it in as like, guys, we could make a big difference. What if we like start our own league? Or, and he was just using it as a, and it got pulled and re, I don't know. Apparently, I, it's I know, awful. I know that happens. I know that's how these things get construed. Let me go to, let me go to a text with, let me go to a text in our sports group chat. And I'm just going to read a single sentence. I'll tell from, you one right now. You literally texted us when you saw a picture of Nikola Jokic and you wrote Nuggets in four. Exactly. Exactly. And I was making a joke because it was it was breaking news and you guys hadn't seen it. And I wanted you guys to go see the picture of Jokic because I thought it was funny. And I wrote Nuggets winning the NBA title in a sweep. Imagine if someone leaked that. My name as a podcaster would be dug through the grave. I mean, Nuggets aren't sweeping. Amongst, amongst many other reasons. They're winning in five podcast. games, but that's not the point. To your point, yeah, stuff can get pulled from group chat. So Kyrie stuff. I mean, he has people who agree with him, though. Howard, Avery Bradley. The message is there. And I think – I don't understand why this is still a conversation. The bigger conversation, which is what we're about to move to, is how can we make the NBA go? Because Oh, it's not. It's not. Yeah. So there was a tweet today I saw – Governor Ron DeSantis, I think that's his name, Ron, of Florida, he confirmed that Florida tested 500 people for um, COVID at the Orlando International Airport, where the NBA players would be flying into. Not and private? They wouldn't get private? I guess they're still flying. landing in that airport. I don't care. I don't care how you fly. Right, right. Um, and over 50% tested positive. How is this going to happen? Not, not to mention it's not even a bubble. Disney workers can go in and out. How is this all going to happen? Thanks, Jack. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you how, I mean. Hear me out. So training camp is supposed to happen, I think, July 1. So we're going to have to push that back a week, like a week-ish, for what I'm about to give you. It's the, the idea is very much still in beta. But I think the only way to do this, because the rules of the bubble are ridiculous. If they card games, they switch a new deck every time. You have to wear ma- Imagine telling 25-year-old millionaires that they have to wear a mask everywhere inside unless they're eating. And they have to stay in their hotel room. Like, these guys aren't being told what to do. They're used to clubbing in nightlife before Game 3 of playoff series. Like, they're not going to do this. That is why you infect every player tomorrow with Corona. You quarantine that them. Is literally. Uh, you and, have said I've known you since I was what eight or nine years old, and it's the smartest thing I've ever said. So we'll say fifteen years. That is literally the dumbest idea of all time, and I think to turn this from funny to a more serious note, which I know you let me finish. You I know, know you're kind of joking, but I do want I <laughs> I do want to actually bring something up since you say that. 
I think that mindset, and it's not like your actual mindset, but that mindset of COVID's over and it's harmless to people under, you know, the age of 30, because we we are beating it at, at an absurd rate, right? I was and say, I, the other have people to, have to go to Orlando and just coach it. Like Pop would have to coach it at Hasbro. Right, but, but that's not even what I'm talking about. I saw a bunch of stuff from doctors and scientists that, and I didn't know this, and I feel like this is a good way to educate people through this podcast, is there's so many, there's actually effects post, what do they call it? Uh, not long lasting, but after effects of the disease. Like there's some nurses whose lungs, they can't even walk a flight of stairs weeks after they've recovered from it. Well, you so, just turned my very much fun idea, a good <laughs> segment into something really dark. So now I have nothing. Like that just ruined, I, like, I was going to go on for a few more minutes. Like, I mean, it was already the dumbest idea of all time. I get what you're going with in theory. You want to talk dumb. Let's talk the, the, the rules of the bubble. Okay, let's talk the rules of the bubble. Because I saw last night on my homie Snap story, Spida, Clarkson, um, who else was there? Sabonis has been out there. These guys are hooping in gyms like with each other already. No social distancing, playing with random heads. There's obviously no testing going on. So someone's going to get down there and have COVID. Like, think. <sighs> And without the bubble, I don't know. We're in trouble. So do you have the bubble rules up in front of you? So essentially, all these NBA players in this bubble, you know what they are. They're legitimately at a dope sleepaway camp, but also on house arrest. (laughs) Did you know that they actually have to wear, they're calling them proximity alarms, that will notify the player if he spends more than five seconds within six six feet of another person wearing an alarm. It's literally going to ding if... if That sounds if, like house arrest more than a sleepaway camp. <laughs> that's why I said it's a combination of the sleepaway camp is involving the dope lounge with the DJ sets, the video games, the ping pong. I mean, I never went to that kind of camp, but um, they had to wear these rings. Um, not to mention there's a hotline if someone breaks the rules, which I think we got to get that number. And just We have a, we a fam down there. We do. We do. We could have... We got to get that number, but... Like if you're telling me that, like I already thought the first person that came to mind when I thought about this, like I've seen the memes, like LeBron calling about Giannis yeah. and Kawhi. The first person that came to mind is Patrick Beverly. Really? The first person that came. To oh, mind. first person that came to mind was Jared Dudley. And then there's this whole thing, like people are saying, like I saw a tweet today that Jason Tatum actually might not go down because he's up for a max contract in his rookie extension. Essentially, do you? Have, the players have till what's today, the seventeenth. They have to a week from today to notify if they're going down or not. Like, if you were on any random team and, like, you didn't have a chance, why would you risk it? Why well, would – I don't understand. What's Jason Tatum being up for an extension have to do with him not wanting to play? Injury, yeah. Oh, injury. Mm-hmm. Do they feel like they're more injury prone now? I mean – Because they haven't been playing at that speed. I just haven't heard that. I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know. You you took this segment really dark with all this nurse's stuff, so maybe you know, like, these post-term effects, if they're going to affect their respiratory systems. And if Jason yeah. Tatum can compete at a high enough level, I mean, I think it's very interesting that a lot of players – some players actually might not go down. But, I mean, with it actually not being a bubble and – the whole Orlando airport thing, I just do not see this thing happening. Like, not it, even in the slightest. I think it's fully happening. I just don't know what it's going to look like. I found out from Sixers Twitter that the Grand Floridian, which is like the middle, like you have the nobodies in the one hotel, the top four seats in the other, and the middle one, I heard we're in the nicest hotel. 
<laughs> Do you think that like players will ship their mattresses down? I mean, if you're a team like the Bucks, who you think you're going to be there for a few months, why not? Like you're seven feet tall. Oh yeah, and families can't even go down there until the second round of the playoffs. Right. I did see there is a side side chick rule though. You saw that? No there. way. <laughs> oh, they're adding like someone made Dude, a. It's funny... going to turn into a Disney brothel. I know. Someone made a joke that, you know, that second round rule, like they actually got an extra guest to it's be a, able to. It's a hall pass. Right. It's a hall pass. But what about like, like, like last year, I remember Ben Simmons and Jared Dudley going at it and Joel Embiid is like, you guys are playing the same people that you're staying in the same hotel with. Like, I think we need to put cameras. I, I think we need to put cameras in that hotels because this could make for a dope documentary. The sickest part to me is they're going to treat it like AAU. Like round yeah, two. Game after game after game. No, not that. The fact that players can go watch their friends play. Like I saw a bunch of them commenting on Instagram like, yo, swipe up. Like De'Aaron and Tatum and they're other dudes. chirping, right? Not even chirping. Just like, you know the funny memes where it's like varsity waiting for the JV game to end. And it's like the Olympic team in like Draymond's and khakis for whatever reason. And it's just like them sitting in the crowd. Like, that'll be sick if the Kings are just watching, you know, LeBron. To, well, they wouldn't be there. Regardless, it'll be really cool to see those guys. Um, so Someone now. I had the idea. One of my friends texted me, would you pay $20? All right, say the Knicks were in the playoffs or anybody's team. Would you pay $20 to have your cutout, a cutout of your face? Front row? In Orlando. Well, no, you'd have to pay ticket prices. Front row or just like up in the thing? in the lower bowl where you're visible oh lower bowl 20 bucks for one game or for the whole experience one game uh just your cutout just your yeah, cutout easily but my cutout would be mad funny yeah 100 percent. it wouldn't just be me should chilling. we start that should we just have casey the intern start make a partnership i with wonder Kinkos? if we talked to the, like do you have adam silver's number no, remember we had a falling out after the whole hinky oh, thing? Oh, my God. You should have kept it. Anyways, oh, he did change his number, though, after what's-his-name posted it to Snap Story. Yeah, who was that again? I forget. Uh, one of the young kids. Anyways, we should talk was to the Luca? NBA. No. We should talk to the NBA about that campaign, and then any money just goes to, like, a Black Lives Matter foundation. I think that would yeah, be fun. That's a good idea. Also, before we end this segment... I just got a big F you to Joe Ingles. He's all this talk, oh, I'm not going down, I'm not going down. And then he quote retweets someone last night and tags Jordan Clarkson like, guess we can't be ping pong partners because you can't play doubles. Like, these guys are all talk. All right, fam. The NBA season, I think it's going to happen. Abe doesn't. Now, let's go talk to our MLB expert, Ben Porter. And now, we welcome our own, our very own Buster Only, Jeff Passan. Alex Rodriguez, whatever we want to call him. Trevor, Trevor, it's not Trevor Rosenthal. It's That would be Trevor Bauer and Ken Rosenthal. Ken Rosenthal. You can tell how much we know baseball. So we brought on an expert. Don't, don't, don't bring me into we. You don't know anything about baseball. You watch like 20 baseball games a year. Whatever. Let me give the proper intro to our main man, Ben Porter. Ben, what's going on? Hey, guys. Happy to be here. Uh, State of baseball is not great, so, you know, must be. I got a text yeah. from Ben today. I got a text from Ben today. I said, Ben, you, you want to come on the show, talk a little baseball, and you can, you can vent a little. And you know what he said to me? You know what he said to me, Jack? He said, 
tell me when and where. That's right. Give the background right, on Ben because the people need to know why he's an expert, why he's a legend among these parts. So Ben and I work together. Ben and Jack used to work together. So it's a funny little triangle we got going on. Ben has a very prominent presence on Twitter. Um, what's your Twitter again? Shout out your Twitter so people can follow you. That's at, at Ben13Porter. Pretty, pretty straightforward. At 13 Porter on Twitter um, is essentially – he's your guy. He's your guy when you want to go to for baseball news, baseball fun. But, Ben, you heard my – You're cutting him on- short. The dude played college baseball. It's not oh, like yeah. he just – Turn like like you. It's not like you yeah, just a- follows the sport. Yeah, no. Okay. He's got a little credibility. He knows how the sport works. I played, I played college baseball. I, I, know, I know what the game is about a little bit. Um, what okay so you're familiar with my take on baseball yeah yeah you kind of predicted that we'll we'll never see it again right (laughs) and i'm kind of on a good i'm on a good track it was going on it it was looking good for for a little while abe um you know if you asked me yesterday i'd say we might never see mlb on tv again um they made some steps today did they make steps? Talk, give did. us the background because right. as a casual baseball fan, I don't really know what's going on besides the players absolutely hate it's electric. the owner. Yeah. It's the most yeah. excitement baseball has had in years. So so basically what happened is this started in March. And in March, the players and the owners got together. They worked out an agreement on how negotiations would go moving forward, how to get the sport back. Um and they came up with, with two main things. One, the commissioner can snap his fingers and tell them how many games they're going to play. And the players would get paid full prorated salaries for that number of games. The second part that's important is that the owners and the players would try to negotiate to play as many games as possible. So that's pretty key because up until now, it does not seem like the owners have been wanting to do that. For people that, for people that like baseball a lot, they're really trying to trying to cut as much baseball out of our lives as they possibly can. Yeah. So so when this news came out today that they what was a sixty game season in seventy days, someone's like, oh, all the people in the comments were like, oh, hey, this take isn't looking too good. I'm like, hold us, hold the phone. A sixty game baseball season. I'm not calling that baseball because no. what makes baseball is the long haul of it, the ebbs and the flows. You could have teams that and with the expanded playoff too, right? Yeah. You could have teams, teams that are just hot for two months that aren't really the most talented, and these the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the other teams that are the top of the league are falling off because maybe they didn't get it going. Like this isn't baseball to me. Right. So yeah, you're right with the uh, the proposal. The owners proposed 60 games, full prorated salaries with a 16 team playoff. So there'd be eight teams from each league, which is preposterous. I mean. <laughs> I think it was two years ago, the Mariners started 13-2, and two, worst team in the AL West, and that, <laughs> that would be a quarter of the season. They'd be in first place by a mile. So, you know, you might see the Blue Jays in the playoffs. You might see some, some real bubble. What about team. my O's? My O's could get high. Let's not get carried away. But um, So, so you, you think 60 games is crazy, yet I'm hearing that Rob Manfred can say 50 games whenever he wants. Oh, wait, fun fact before you answer that. Did you know Rob Manfred majored in labor relations? Just, I thought that was ironic. That is a fun fact. <laughs> you would, you'd never know it. Um, right. So the thing is, like I said, they, they agreed that they would negotiate as many games as possible. Um, if Manfred decided to do that, 
then the players could kind of file a grievance against the owners saying you guys did not try to play as many games as possible. Um, So that's the reason why they still want to try to negotiate because they don't want to pretty much as is the case with everything they do. They don't want to spend more money. They don't want to spend money in litigation against the, uh, against the players. It would be like a billion dollars if some or something, if they lost the, the grievance. So that's a nightmare for the, uh, for the owners. It's funny. I'm I'm seeing on on Twitter like the owners are crying poor. They're crying poverty when yeah the the Marlins haven't had fans for how many years, and how many people were bidding for buy them, and what did the what did the seller profit off off the Marlins? And the, and the owners are sitting here crying poverty. But why is it that the owners don't want to play so many games? Does it have to do with the when the playoffs start and TV rights? Like you feel yeah. like as baseball owners you'd want to play more games because that's more tickets that's more jerseys that's more food sold like well there probably won't be fans there but right well that, that's that's the whole reason is cuz there's not going to be fans there it's pretty much they're losing money on a per game basis by paying the uh, by paying the players so they wanted to pay the players less per game but the players were adamant about uh, getting their full prorated salary well, do they want their full prorated salary? Because Blake Snell originally said, I want my full salary if I'm playing a single game. Isn't that true? Um, I, I'm not positive what, what Blake Snell said, but the, the whole thing But now has been, the players are fine with the prorated salary, right? Yes. Yeah, that's their main thing. Is what, So what is the disagreement right now between all the parties? So basically, the owners have made about three or four proposals. Um, all of them pretty much a variation of playing half the amount of games and getting like 35% of their pay. Yeah. Haven't they proposed the same thing essentially four times in just four different wordings? Yeah. So they proposed, I think it was 76 games for 75% prorated salary. They proposed 50 games for a hundred percent prorated salary. They proposed 72 games for 70% prorated salary and then 80% if they play the playoffs so the the players basically they don't want to play more games and take on risk to you know get corona to blow their arm out whatever when they're not getting paid fully for it um yeah i'm curious your thoughts about what on both scenarios if they play out the mlb goes on they play this very short like asterisk of a season um and they're and then they're involved with the nba playoffs the nfl they're playing it all that time we already know they struggle to gain ratings what are your thoughts on if they go through with it and how it helps baseball versus if they don't? Because in the, what was it, 95, there was a strike and they didn't even yeah. play the World Series. And then it took, all their ratings went down and it took the steroid era and steroids to, yeah. to get baseball back to what it was. So if, if the MLB loses out on this year, like I predicted, and I just think it'll lose out forever, what do you think is the future on, on baseball on both sides? So it was 94 that the season was shortened by a strike and then it bled into 95. It was a great Expos team that got robbed of the world series. <laughs> and, uh, is that black Guerrero and pudge years? Um, Ooh, that I don't know. I don't know that. who was on there. They were yeah, loaded though. A little bit before pudge. Pedro, I think they had, um, they might've had Randy Johnson at that point too, but wow. anyway, um, they, they need to get the games on TV, whether they're competing with NBA um, or whoever else is, is playing games in the end of July, NHL, um, the start of football season. Pretty much every sport. Every sport, yeah. Uh, they need to get baseball on TV. You know, they might get two weeks of being the only 
the only sport. So even that would be, would be huge just to bring attention to it. If they don't play games and they let basketball have the spotlight entirely, like you said, they're already kind of losing popularity. So that would be, that would be a huge issue. My thought is that they shouldn't go through with the season. And instead of that, they should dedicate the next X amount of months until CBA talks resume and they make get a CBA to getting every MLB star, every essentially player or big name that you know, a TikTok, an Instagram, a Twitter, everything. Because I haven't heard, except from the, the mass tweet that went around and other than baseball's best asset in Trevor Bauer, like the mass tweet was, um, tell me when and where yeah. we're there. And everybody yeah. tweeted that. I haven't heard anything from Yelich. I haven't heard anything from Trout. I haven't heard anything from any of the stars. Dude, it's, it's a nightmare. What they do on social is or what they don't do on social, I should say, is, is criminal. Like, I've DM'd so many baseball players being like, yo, I'll help you out with social for free. I'll do whatever just to get people's names out there. Like, these guys are cool dudes, too. Like, you got Ronald Acuna on Twitter. He's got, like, 70,000 followers. I don't think he's tweeted in, like, two years. It's ridiculous. He's one of the most fun guys in the league. Mookie Betts, Bryce Harper, I don't think they tweeted at all during baseball season last year. Now Bryce Harper is tweeting at the Eagles. Like, dude, we don't want you. <laughs> well, you, you got him for a while. Dressing up in a Wimbledon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you get one, you get one World Series out of it. It's worth it, dude. And and not only not only that, like when they do tweet, I'm on Twitter mostly, so this is what I see. But like mm-hmm. when a lot of these guys do tweet, it's like, hey, I did a collaboration with New Balance. Come come buy my shoes, and they'll do that like once every three months instead of like getting drilled in the back and tweeting and tweeting and chirping the guy who hit them. Like that's what people want to see. And that'll put some asses in the seats. Not for a while, not for a while, but when, <laughs> when they can. So, all right. I think the question that people need to know and that I want to know, where does it feel like this is headed? What's the prediction? What needs to happen to get a season done and what is going to happen? Yeah. So, the latest proposal is actually um, it's progress. What I think is going to happen is so this newest proposal was 60 games. Um, I think the players are going to counter with about 72 and then the owners are going to decline and then they'll settle. What is the difference between those six games though? It's, you know, a couple hundred thousand bucks per game, which is pennies. True. It's chump change to the owners who have made billions of dollars the last 20 years. Right. But they still don't want to pay because they're cheap. Um, but yeah, so I think they'll settle somewhere in between like 66 games, something like that. And then. So you think we have baseball? I do. Much to your. When? You know, and when would it be? When would it be? Um, middle of July, I would say. They need to get three weeks of spring training in. Abe may lose his bet. He might win. So that'll be. I need it after, after the 16th. 16th. Who would you make a bet with? With Ben? No, with. He who shall not be named. <laughs> so I, I, w- I would say yes, yes, baseball, though. I saw a lot of reports about like, okay, if they want to do a 75% prorated salary, that's fine. But then you defer the other 25% over the next four years. Why, why hasn't that been talked about more? I, I have no like, idea. By that time, there will be fans in seats, hopefully, I, and the owners can recoup that money where that extra 25% isn't really a scratch on their back the reason they're not doing it is because it makes too much sense. <laughs> I mean, it makes so much sense to just defer the salaries. They could do it over however many years. 
however long these guys' contracts are, you just distribute it out instead of paying, you know, pay them 103% for the next four years. It's not that yeah, big. Yeah, you can deal. get a little interest on it. Exactly. But the whole tell me when and where thing, that was kind of just like a put the pressure on the owners thing to make yeah. them look bad. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it worked. Yeah, it was a public outing. Like we're ready to go for whenever, whatever. And it's just like okay, now which is a major system. change from the beginning because yeah. they right initially the players were like we're not playing sub a hundred or whatever, and now it's like all right, we'll play whatever, just pay us, right? And that's definitely changed. Yeah, they're they're playing this cat and mouse game of who's negotiating in bad faith. That's the right. that's the hot term right now, negotiating in bad faith. They're trying to blame it on the other party. So if for instance, if they did go to court about it, they would kind of have each other to blame. No one would be like the one who really screwed things over. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's a mess. It's a disaster. You can hear the distress yes. in Ben's voice. Uh, but we did get an official prediction from Ben. Yep. Middle of July, 66-ish yep. games. Make sure to follow him. Ben. 13 porter on twitter and if jack flaherty you're listening he'll do your social he's pretty good at social media jack flaherty yeah, yeah the guys he we've is. had on are actually pretty and yeah. stripling's pretty good and uh, but Apple. i agree acuna having 70k followers is insane we try getting tim anderson on the pod he's he did something with complex but he's he's understands the value and content he's doing youtube and stuff like well, that. well all those guys one player you could pick that you would do their social media who would it be and how would you do it uh josh donaldson really for sure uh i mean he he speaks at the back end of his career really he's he's the type of guy um bryce harper mookie betts like but donaldson's a guy who like bryce is bryce is a little active well he's got like two million followers (laughs) so he's got that going for him but if i wish just every philadelphia star would embrace philadelphia like bryce harper has and it's a shame that it's the phillies because they're kind of the third wheel to all the philly teams but the guy loves philadelphia it's nuts and he puts it out there on all social media platforms right. well it, last question yeah. what would you do for donaldson well it's, it's what those, would you have him do it's those types of guys who are fiery if they get thrown at they're gonna you know mm-hmm. they're gonna yell at the pitcher they're gonna hit a home run they're gonna flip their bat and mm-hmm. i would tweet that type of stuff or post that type of stuff from their account i'd be like yeah. so you would just stir the pot I'd stir the pot i'd, I'd be Adam. i'd be vince mcmahon of uh of the mlb <laughs> you've thought about this yeah. is yeah. there an appetite for that on baseball twitter i know the casuals like trash talk bat flipping hip hip but the like true baseball guys the unwritten rules are like oh, don't be, blah, blah, blah. yeah well, but those those guys are going to watch baseball regardless you know th- that's not who who their target like the, if, the purest yeah if you if you look on if you look on mlb's youtube like most of the top videos are brawls and <laughs> i mean mlb kind of tries to sweep that stuff under the rug i mean if you tweeted from max muncie's account after he had that run in with with madison bumgarner if he chirped him on twitter or something it would it would have been awesome and then mlb yeah. can advertise that on make commercials see what happens when bumgarner faces max muncie like Right, it's not right. that complicated. If they bought, if they bought into what is truly the most entertaining part, I got active on MLB YouTube the other day because I was going to watch the Sosa McGuire documentary. But I heard very poor things about it. I heard it was essentially just a YouTube video of, of bombs. So I'm like, you know what? I'll watch it all natural and I'll watch Ryan Howard 2006 MVP highlights. 
How was that, it? There you go. Oh, electric, electric. <laughs> Guy batted three thirteen. He hit like fifty seven bombs and a hundred over one hundred and fifty RBIs. That was unbelievable. All natural baby, unbelievable. All man. natural. All <laughs> right, Ben. It. Ben thirteen Porter on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. Great content out there. He's uh, future Josh Donaldson's social manager. Ben, <laughs> thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, thanks to Ben Porter for joining the pie. You can find him at Ben13Porter on Twitter. Now on to Ranked. I hate when you do it like that. <laughs> not what the segment is called. On today's Ranked, we rank the top three players with the most to gain from a championship in Orlando. Abe, your number three is? So I looked at this, like, I didn't just look at the contenders like the top half, I kind of looked like as if everyone was on equal playing field. So bear with me. My number three, Pascal Siakam. Because I think if he's able to bring a championship to Toronto, he essentially, he's always been going up in his career and progressing as a good player. He can now can be the number one option on a championship team. It assures the Raptors that they're fine without Kawhi. And I think he ascends to that top 10 top 15 player in the league do I think it'll happen maybe not but I think Pascal Siakam is interesting because then he's finally that number one guy (laughs) after filling in for Kawhi I don't hate it I don't hate it I'm just annoyed because for like 15 minutes last episode you just said I don't think they're going to and I I, (laughs) that's what that's exactly why I prefaced with I put everyone on an equal playing field all right, equal playing field. My number three, I'm going to go with Kyrie Irving. No, 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 no. He's not playing. I forgot he was out. But if the Nets won and he got another ring, how funny would that be? All right, my number three then, I'm that so was my bonus. I'm going to go with Carmelo Anthony and the Blazers. Interesting. No, well, we're not doing teams, just Carmelo, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Blazers would have to win. You feel me? call. Yeah, no, I got you. All right, so Carmelo Anthony is going to be in the Basketball Hall of Fame. But he's never really gotten it done in the playoffs. Well, he's just never made it to the finals. He was the best player the Knicks have had in pretty much 20 seasons. And his career is just like weirdly up in the air for where people want to place him. Is he an inefficient scorer? Is he one of the best scorers of all time? Why did he get Blackwell from the league? Is it because he couldn't adjust to coming off the bench? He's not going to be the best player on the Blazers. Carmelo got blackballed is so ridiculous. I mean – they're like blackballed not blackball but not that good but dude do you know how many players aren't that good in the nba okay colin kaepernick got black when you get blackballed it's for a reason that does nothing to do with football i understand well you're saying he's not that good and that's why i didn't get signed but i don't know if that's i think saying blackballed means that they got kicked out of the league or they're not being put in the league for something that has nothing to do with basketball okay all right then i used the wrong term in abe's vocabulary Regardless, everyone understands the point I was trying to make. I just think if Melo was an integral part, because the Blazers couldn't win the title without him being a big part of the team, that would just completely alter his legacy probably forever. I mean, it just cements him because, I mean, I don't know how big of a part he would be. I think Nurkic coming back and Zach Collins maybe coming back is way more than than Melo. But I like that angle because he's already an all-time great. It's just like... All right, where are we cementing him? Uh, number two for you. Number two, Chris Paul. If the oh, thunder, he's in it. He's in it. Thunder, he's so you're, taking, you're taking the old vet route. I'm taking the old vet route here on my three and two. I mean, Chris Paul. Chris Paul doesn't even need a title. 
He just needs to get to the the. If he happened to beat, where are they right now? They are fifth. They're four, if, I think. They five. beat the Jazz. If they beat the Jazz, which is very doable. And then he upset the Lakers by some crazy imagination. Okay, I'm glad you said it like that. <laughs> then that would be very big for his legacy because he he truly is a top five point guard of all time. It's, it's yeah, not yeah, a debate yeah. thing. I'm just. Oh yeah, no. I, yeah, I, was, just, yeah, I was just yeah. doing a little recon in the back right. of my head. But who do you got it to? Two for me is Giannis because nope. No, it, that is my number two. Not mine. Okay. Well, yeah, your number two is Chris Paul. You already mm-hmm, said that. Mm-hmm. Um, Giannis, because right now we kind of don't know what he is in the playoffs. He's run into the same road bumps. People have, but it's become half court ball, and his game has slowed up. And, I mean, we already know how great he is of a player, but it's like LeBron, when he went down to Miami, we're waiting for that first ring so then he can ascend into the Mount Rushmore basketball. We both think that Giannis can be maybe the best player of all time if he gets a consistent jump shot towards the end of his career like LeBron. That first championship, just to get it off his back, I think it's huge for him. I Giannis isn't going to be on my list. He this championship to me is not important at all for Giannis. He's had the best. Team Are you in saying I'm talking about eight? I'm I'm considering this. It's not like any. I'm, no, it's any other. No, championship. I, I think this championship definitely matters. Like this. No, no, one's... no. I'm saying I'm viewing it in my rank. Like I'm just saying a championship. I'm not caring that it's this. There's high. I am. I'm just, I am. Okay. I, I am. I'm because, viewing it as just because a we know there's going to be an asterisk. In 15 years, when you guys are evaluating this guy's career, like, I don't think... Sure, sure. But I just think he's been the best team in the East two straight years. His team is... They're they're built well. But Chris Middleton is the second best player. He's not even on anything close to the most talented team in the league, like a bunch of the other top teams are. And I know he's one of the best players of all time, literally already, and going right, to continue but why to be. Can't he, why can't he win without teaming up with someone? Let's see if he can do No that. one does. No one does. Besides Dirk. No, Lewis. but he has a no co-star. Let's just see if he can do it. Because he's been so much adamant on Milwaukee. Sure. I want to stay here sure. with a championship and here. And you know what? That if would be huge for his legacy. And my point is, if he doesn't win this year, I'm not worried because I know he's going to get the I'm ring. I'm not saying I'm worried. I just think with he's the got Knicks. a lot. That's all. All right. My number one. My guy. The beard, James Harden. Mm, okay, I like that pick because I How think I him and I, Russ, right, and Russ. I and I was thinking, um, D'Antoni, yeah, Darryl. like the Rockets in general. They really push all their chips in, but They're James Harden, yeah. James Harden in particular, like this guy, in my opinion, is already like I think he's better than D Wade, in my opinion. And if if he gets a championship, that means we're talking about okay, is he a top fifteen player ever? Like, because you kind of have to have those accolades in there. The back end of that, that list is like the, the Kobe, Dirk, uh, Jerry West. It's up for debate. Oscar you think Rogers, if James Harden and- wins one title, he's going to start to creep up by Kobe Bryant. Do you realize how crazy of a no, statement no, no, I'm not saying he's, I'm not putting him. No, no, I'm not putting behind Kobe Bryant, but I'm saying you said top 15. That is behind Kobe. And that's not very yeah, far. I mean, that's where people him. put Charles Barkley and he's a one-time MVP. He was what a five seven, was five six seven first team All Pro, like it's All NBA. It's James Harden. I really think with what he's done, he what has. What is your obsession with James Harden? I love James. Harden. I know. I what, hate why? How, I hate how people discredit him. Okay. Did you I like the pick. I like the pick. Did you know that him and Russell Westbrook take the same amount of shots? I just thought yeah. that was interesting. But Harden just chucks from three sometimes when he. Russ just chucks from the elbow, like it's yeah, just no, for one sure. Cost more. 
Russ, Russ, I mean, Harden, when he's off, oh, it is not pretty to watch. It if really they're is. both clicking, how yeah, do you beat they're them? amazing. How no, do you beat them? Well, that's the thing. They actually, Daryl Morey kind of made a bet that they're not going to be clicking for the entire playoffs. That is his bet. Because if your bet was, we're going to get really hot and they're going to play amazing for 30 games in a row, then you would just build a regular team around them. You wouldn't need to go small ball because they would be the best team potentially in the entire league with just those two guys going off. How surprised Uh, are you that LeBron wasn't on my list? Or Joel or Ben? I mean... Like, draw and Ben have no chance, so it would just be silly. I mean, now there's Pascal Siakam or Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number one is LeBron James. Wow. Look, man, he's got the best teammate he's ever had. He's got the bet. He's got the shooters. He has everything he could possibly want. He doesn't hate his coach. The I don't one really think he has the shooters. Huh? Nothing. Someone told me it must not have been. Oh, a huge LeBron fan told me this is the best. This is the best group of shooters LeBron has ever played with. His team is built to perfection, and there's no excuses for the playoffs. Somebody else said that, not me. <laughs> so I just think you know it. It is he is starting to decline. Like he only leads. Oh my god! He only leads this team in one category. You can't you I love mean, that. You love that. What? It's true. The whole he's AD not, leads every category. He's no longer clearly the best player on his team. It's just a fact. Like, there's never been a question in his entire career. Now, you've chose LeBron as the number one in this segment, but you haven't said why. You've just been shitting on him. Because <laughs> No, because this is year 17 or whatever. It's only going to get tougher as time goes on. This is a prime opportunity. And, we're, and what we are ranking is – who has the most to gain in terms of legacy from a championship in Orlando? And the answer is LeBron James, because if he has a fourth ring on the heels of Michael Jordan's documentary, LeBron stands will be insufferable and rightfully so, because this would be a massive, massive championship. Four makes the conversation to me. Five makes the conversation impossible. Four makes the if conversation. If he gets five, you, you give up. I, at five, it's, Five and then once again, it is five. If he's still, if it's five and you don't give up, that no, no, no. But Abe, Abe, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like if he's eleventh man and he's playing season twenty eight and he gets five, no, he's playing how he's playing right now and has exactly, yeah. If he's playing even close to how he's playing right now, where he leads his team in a category, (laughs) then he's absolutely. If he gets the five, it's going to be impossible to discredit him. So, so I figured that's how this conversation would go because so you would pick is, LeBron because you have a lot to gain. But I sit here and I say, LeBron's got nothing to gain. He's already the GOAT. He doesn't right. need it. That, that is why, that is that's probably, why he's not on my list. That is probably fair. But you can, I mean, on the flip side, you would say, okay, if he gets to four, now the MJ, you know, MJ's the GOAT fans have even less to say because we already know, like if LeBron ever got to six, the conversation would be very difficult. It, there's no conversation. There's I mean, literally there, not a single word. There definitely is a conversation. Regardless, who do you think we left out? Who do we like, think? If we... Kawhi, if Kawhi wins, he now becomes the first player ever, most likely to win Finals MVP, yeah. to I... win three Finals MVPs on three different teams. But I think yeah. it would just validate his decision to go to the Clippers. It's so funny, like this whole conversation. If any team wins a championship, it's so big for the star players in terms of validation. Like 
if the Nuggets win the title. Like, Jokic goes from, okay, he's a really good center, but whatever, to, wow, Jamal Murray now. It also depends how it goes down. Of course. Of course it depends. But it's hard for your stars not to perform and win a title. It's it's virtually impossible. Like I mean, trying, it's big, dude. Look at other teams and think of other. Oh, guys, I can like... give you, I can give you a ton. Jason Tatum, if Jason Tatum wins a title at this age before he signs his max. They're going to be talking about him like Giannis. They're going to say, "Wow, oh. what, move, move away, Giannis." Tatum has a title, and he's one of the most exciting young wings in the but game. Tatum wouldn't win a title as the best player on his team. Yeah, he would. He's the best player on that team. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. What is the disrespect to Kemba Walker? Mark? There's no disrespect. It's just Kemba you guys, Walker. You guys are such. You millennials are so such a prisoner of the moment. How can we put some respect to Kemba Walker's name? Do you remember how Jason? I know Tatum how good Jason flying? Tatum is. We're talking about Kemba Walker here. What the guy who literally couldn't get the Hornets even into the playoffs? In the I Eastern mean, because Conference? he is the Michael Jordan of of bad executives as his GM. Like that's fine, but it's just Jason Tatum is better. Kemba Walker shoots forty two percent from the field. He's their point guard. He averages five assists a game. That's care. not that good, Abe. That's care. really not that good. I don't care. Wait, so you take Jason... Uh, uh, no, I would not Tatum, take Jason over Kemba Walker. Tatum averages more points. Tatum averages more rebounds. Tatum averages a higher field goal percentage. I don't care. I'll take Kemba Walker. Let's talk about why? I don't understand why. Because I respect on your name. Jason Tatum is an unbelievable talent. He'll probably, he's going to be better. What respect better. does Kemba have in the NBA? Oh, come on. He was in a bad situation in Charlotte. Okay, now he's in a good one, and he's worse than his teammates. So we'll see. No, he's not. I mean, we'll see how – if Boston wins a title, we'll see who it's on the back of. I'll take him oh. over Jason Oh, Tatum. also another one? I wouldn't take him because Jason Tatum's younger, but let's put some respect. Uh, Luka. <laughs> that would that would probably change the NBA forever if Luka won a title because the Knicks would disband because if Kristaps Porzingis ever wins a title – then the league will shut down. Um, who else has a lot to do? What the puck? Let's talk about it, eh? Abe, give our boy Eagleson a little intro. I love when he pops up on the screen like that. So curly-headed and ready to roll. Uh, all right, Eagleson, you know the rules. One minute in the box. Uh, let's talk about it, eh? Wait, you got to pull up the timer. Pull up the timer. All right. Eagleson, three. Two, one, go Flyers. All right. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of news this week, but uh, there was a leak saying that Vegas would actually be one of the hub cities. You guys can check that out on Sportsnet's Instagram. Um, that's not much of a surprise. We all kind of expected that one. No um, free ads, Eagleson. <laughs> other city that is still up for debate could actually be in Canada because uh, Prime Minister Trudeau came out and said that he's open to the idea of having the hub city in Edmonton, Vancouver, or Toronto. So, you know, that's cool. Um, last week before I was cut off by you guys, uh, I wanted hey, to talk about the timer. I wanted to talk about the seeding situation. So, in the East, I think Boston will hold on to its first seed. I think Philly will jump up to the number two seed. Washington stays at three, and Tampa falls to the four seed. In the West, I think Colorado jumps up to one. St. Louis with the second. Vegas and Dallas hang on to their third and fourth seeds. Um, now with the seeding figured out, five seconds. Who's winning the cup? Uh, <laughs> find out Andrew Eagleson's official 
Stanley Cup prediction next on Thursday. next week's episode of what if he can if he can get it out in time. I don't even Jeez, understand. Speak a little even faster, understand. would you? Oh my god, the kid is like he's in a recliner Let's chair. Talk he's Let's talk eating about a it, piece of pizza and just chill. They don't. I actually pizza. saw him. Yeah. You guys can't see him, but he's legitimately eating pizza with maple syrup <laughs> on it right now. <laughs> I just don't understand the seating thing. What? Where did that even come from? What seating? I don't know. You gotta Eagleson, give us sometimes Eagleson talks out of his butt. That's why we only uh. give him a minute. Oh, all right, Snapback fam. That is another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. We're working on big stuff, so hit that subscribe button. And you know what? Text your friends and say, have you ever heard these two morons talk sports? They're kind of funny. They don't know a lot, but they know a little. And I think a lot of people would like to tune in. So let's grow this pod a little. Snapback fam. I can't we... believe you ruined my NBA idea I did. just by getting did. so dark. So dark. Um, anyways, we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Abe, any last words? Kyrie, shut your mouth. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Kyrie, just stop being petty. <laughs> Snapback fam, much love. Peace.